Okay, hello everybody. I am back and Lily is back, back with me. Well. <laughs> so get excited. You know, you missed us. <laughs> so much, probably. And um, this is an exciting one. Everybody's favorite topic, relationships, because... We have so much experience we and just, advice. Yeah, we know so much about them. We do, yeah. Um, really, though, I just feel like... I don't know. Something is like in the air right now. I feel like so many people that I know are just kind of going through it with with relationships, <laughs> and like it's been something that's I've been writing a lot about and just praying a lot about lately, <laughs> very recently. <laughs> and um, so I just like have a bunch of points to make. <laughs> also, we do have Zach Bryan in the background because I feel like Jesus speaks through Zach Bryan sometimes. He might. If we're being real, yeah. Like sometimes I listen to Zach Bryan. I'm like, okay, Lord, I'm listening. <laughs> so anyway. Um, do you want, do you have anything to introduce? Um, about relationships? Yeah, just like an intro. Anything you want to say? Hmm. No. Okay. You can Perfect. Start us off. Awesome. Um, well, obviously, we are kind of, I don't want to say like inexperienced, but it's not like either of us are in like super happy, healthy, long-term relationships. <laughs> right. But I also feel like you learn so much through waiting. Mm-hmm. And so I think we do have like some kind of important things to say mm-hmm. if anybody wants to listen <laughs> so um i think my biggest thing lately is like that i've been having to do and also that i've been having to tell people is like turning to the bible for wisdom like mm-hmm. literally just starting with that because it's so easy to just like go to your friends for advice or like be mm-hmm. like this is happening and let me tell you about mm-hmm. it and hear what you have to say but it's like mm-hmm. Which is fine, but I think that also goes into, like, you have to have wise counsel. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of people have been giving me their opinions lately, and I'm like, you're not somebody whose opinion I, like, feel like I need to heed and, like, listen to because mm-hmm. it's not bringing life to me or, like, it's not what God would want. And so it's like, mm, your opinion's kind of irrelevant mm-hmm. because I just don't really feel like it's one that I need to listen to. Right. You know, but then, like, there are some people that I, like, I go to for advice because they're wise mm-hmm. and have things, not things that I want to hear, but good advice that I do think I should follow. Mm-hmm. But so I think the biggest thing though is like turning to the Bible for wisdom. Like it's literally a blueprint for our lives. Mm-hmm. And I like, why would I not go to that first and like mm-hmm. see what the Lord has to say about it? You know, mm-hmm. like that's literally the ultimate source of advice instead of like a graphic on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> right. sure, those are cute and like they might speak to you because <laughs> it's what you're going through. Right. But like it's not the Bible. Like right. the Bible is the only thing to live by. Yeah. And, like, I have been doing that lately. I go on Instagram, I, like, see a quote. I'm like, oh, my God. That is so true. That's exactly what I'm dealing with. Like, perfect. But it's, like, how accurate is that? It's literally just, like, a person that made it all cutesy. And it's two sentences (laughs) that kind of resonated with me, you know? Like, it's not what God has to say about it. So I think that's just, like, big point. Turning to the Bible for wisdom and, like, what does God have to say? Yeah, yeah, I agree. And I would say, like, it's so like us and like the generation we're in and all that kind of stuff it's so like easy for us to just want a quick fix and mm-hmm. like that is talking to like our human friends for, yeah yeah <laughs> for advice you know because they're gonna um give us something obviously that we can listen to right in that moment and we won't necessarily like hear god the second we speak to him or ask him for something but and i also think we do have um whether we like unconsciously or consciously realize it we like tend to go to people who will tell us what we want to hear mm-hmm. yeah true. you know like if you want if you want somebody true. who's gonna give you really wise counsel about a relationship I mean you may go to a pastor or like the leader of your college group but if 
you want somebody who's going to tell you that, like, it's okay to stay in that toxic relationship. You're probably not going to go to him. Right. You know? Yeah. So, um, that is so, that's a really I think that's good just point, actually. Reason. Yeah, I think that's just another reason why it's important to um, take, like, everything you, like, everything you intake about your relationship and your opinions and all that stuff is coming from, like, literally the truth. Yeah. Like, it can't not be wrong. Yeah. Yeah. It's not wrong. Of other people's opinions. Yeah. So. And also, like, going to people is, like, I love to talk to people about things. Mm-hmm. I really like to, like, process it externally. Me too. And, like, sometimes I just want to talk and have somebody listen, which mm-hmm. is nice. But also, like, people's opinions are so varying. Everybody's going to think you have, like, you should do something different. You should deal with it differently. You should react this way. You should say this. You should do this. Like, everybody has something different to say. So it's, like, how do you know what's right, right. to do or, like, yeah. how, which one you should actually act on. And it's, like, so, yeah, everybody, everybody's going to say something different. Yeah. So, like, why not just talk to Jesus about it? Hey, God. Yeah. Give me wisdom. Give me counsel. Yeah. Yeah. Give me clarity. Like, and also, like you were saying, if you me. want somebody to listen, like, I, I feel like we get so, like, weirded out about doing that, but really, like, we could literally just talk and he would just listen, mm-hmm. you know? Like, because, I mean, yeah. he's not going to audibly respond. Most, I mean, like, for some people, he might, but, like, yeah. so I think we always, like, get nervous or just, like, feel uncomfortable doing that sort of thing, but literally, like, just speak out loud and, like, explain the desires of your hearts and, like, that release will help, but also, like, he's just there to listen, you know? Yeah. And he already knows it all, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then another big thing that, like, I really feel like the Lord spoke to me the other day. I was walking in the parking garage, you know, doing my my classic thinking. As one does. As one does. <laughs> um, thinking, because it's quite the walk, so what else do I have time to do, you know? Walk. So I'm walking, I'm thinking, and I'm like, okay, God, like, all these things are going on. I'm like, ugh, I don't like it. I don't want to deal with it. Like, this isn't fun. And I really felt like the Lord was just like, Serena, you're not guarding your heart. Like, Proverbs 4.23 says, guard your heart above all else because everything you do flows from it. And, like, I feel like I'm continually putting myself in positions to be hurt because, like, just, like, making myself so vulnerable to hurt, which, like, yeah, you want to love and be loved, and so that sets you up to be hurt. But, like, I'm doing it without purpose. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm like, okay, I know this isn't going anywhere, but I'm still going to invest in it because I want it to work, but I know it's not going to. So, inevitably, I know it's going to end in hurt. Right. Like, guard your heart. Right. Like, And honestly, it's like a hard one sometimes, too, because, like, what does that even mean? You know? Like, I don't know. Like, I mean, like, I could, like, think of of some things, but um, it is a tough one because it's not, like, something initially, like, oh, okay, that makes a ton of sense. But we were saying last night, too, like, um, there's so much goodness and waiting and being patient and I think like mm-hmm. that is a big part of almost everybody's life like whether you're like in a million different relationships or not I think you're still waiting for the right person or for something you know yeah and um we were saying last night that like I would rather like wait two more years for like a hundred percent of a person or like have it now and only get 75 percent yeah like, why would I like settle now when Jesus literally has like 110 percent planned for mm-hmm. me he just wants me to keep running for it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, like, that's, like, keep running for it made me think of, like, you know the thing? I feel like every church has talked about this in some way. It's, like, you're running the race set before you. Like, mm-hmm. your eyes, whenever your gaze is fixed solely on mm-hmm. Jesus, you're chasing after his heart. Like, you're pursuing him wholeheartedly. Mm-hmm. And then, like, at some point, you look to your left or your right, and mm-hmm. you see somebody doing there. the exact same thing. Yeah. Like, I saw um, a quote by C.S. Lewis, and it was, like, a woman should be, oh, gosh, I don't want to get it wrong. It was like, but it was like a woman should be so after God's heart that like a man has to find Jesus to find her. Mm-hmm. Like that is where she is. Is she is at the feet mm, of Jesus, and so he good. has to be seated with Jesus too in order to find her. Yeah, you know, 
And so, I don't know, I just really felt like, though, God was like, guard your heart, like, take time to understand what you want and, like, understand what I have planned for you mm-hmm. instead of just throwing yourself into all of these maybes mm-hmm. or these possibilities or these one days or these what ifs mm-hmm. and, like, just guard your heart and just, like, I don't know, protect the peace that you have, too. Mm-hmm. Because I was talking to somebody about this the other day is that, like, I'll feel so content in the Lord and who I am and then, like, enter a relationship mm-hmm. and then it doesn't work out and yeah. then afterwards I'm like okay and now why am I like not I don't feel as whole with the Lord as I was right. and so it's like I don't know where I was going with that <laughs> but like to be so whole that like somebody else doesn't add to it or take away from it right you know yeah and like I'll good go on to the point that you had a few points ago mm-hmm. about you saying like running the race mm-hmm. um I think people like take it too lightly like the idea of like being equally yoked with somebody like it is so important yeah like, yes for somebody to like you shouldn't have to like be like pulling somebody along mm-hmm. like it should be like you and them adding to you yeah because because um, you can't like force somebody to yeah. have, a, have a stronger faith in jesus or you can't force them to be more driven and hardworking, or like you can't force all these things yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Guys, I'm actually, like, dripping sweat down my arms That's right now. That's funny because I'm not sweating at all. <laughs> I don't, like, don't know why. Anyway, yes, I think that was a good point. That but if they already, said. yeah, but if they already are all those things, then, like, it makes it a lot easier um, because you guys can grow from that point instead of, like, having to catch up. Yeah. And, like, do you know how exhausting it would be to, like, be yoked to somebody and be dragging them along? Mm-hmm. Like, then you're being hindered. Like, mm-hmm. your growth is hindered. You're learning your investment in the mm-hmm. Lord like because you're having to <laughs> drag somebody else along with you and that brings me to another point okay. that I just thought of in my head <laughs> well I didn't just think of it because we've already talked about it okay but I didn't have it planned out anyway sorry <laughs> um is like you have to work through problems mm-hmm. that it's you have yeah. before you can enter a relationship and like I've really been thinking about that because like I mean, I feel like we all have things to work through. Yeah. Most of us do. Yeah. If you do. don't, like, so happy Honestly, for you. good for you, yes, but... <laughs> but most of us do. And, like, that's not somebody else's to carry. And so you have to work through it and heal from it on your own mm-hmm. before you enter a relationship. Because, like we were saying yesterday, you can't pour into somebody whenever your cup's not filled. Mm-hmm. Like, your cup has to be overflowing so that you can give to somebody else's yeah. cup and, like, serve them well and yeah. love them well. Mm-hmm. And, like, you don't want to bring your baggage into a relationship. Like, that's not fun for either yeah. party like yeah. your partner doesn't want to deal with your crap yeah and like you want to be so whole and healed and happy that you're able to love them well and mm-hmm. be there for them and like serve them and be kind and mm-hmm. like loving and just like it would be more it would be easier it would be fun like because you don't have all this heavy stuff mm-hmm. weighing you down that you need to deal with you yeah. know and so like yeah. I think that's a pretty big one yeah I would agree and like I was telling Savannah yesterday like um I, w- I heard somewhere that like so many like 99% of the problems that you have in a marriage aren't actually from like your spouse like Mm -hmm. they aren't actually from arguments that you had in the marriage it's actually something deeper and so like I don't know for myself like um I've just seen people in my life who um have gone into things and into marriages and relationships and they haven't worked through um everything that they could Mm -hmm. and it has caused so much turmoil in the relationship and I think like you can just use the waiting period and, like, mm-hmm. um, the patience to, like, work on um, how you can heal from those things while you, like, literally just have Jesus and only Jesus at your disposal. Yeah. Um, because we also were saying the other day, dang, we've been, like, thinking a lot. Like, <laughs> we've been talking about this a lot, actually. It's <laughs> <'Cause> that, <laughs> been common in our household. 
in common in the household. <laughs> yep. Um, because another point, like literally on a separate conversation we made was, um, shoot, I had the point. What was, okay. what was I, I forgot the point. What was we, I was talking directly before this. Um, you bring things into the relationship from beforehand. 99% of marriages, the problem isn't actually about the problem. Yeah. Or like about the person. Yeah. Frick, I had a good point, but I totally forgot it. And we were talking about it in a different conversation. Maybe I'll think of it in a second. Okay. I don't, yeah, I don't know where you're going with that. Well, that's tough. That is sad. Um, I also had something to say and I'm like totally blanking right now. Okay. I'm totally Um, blanking. Can I pause this? Yes, I can. (laughs) Okay. We're back. (laughs) And we remembered. (laughs) I remember my point. My point was that, um, literally like when you're single that is the only time ever that you were gonna was that your point <laughs> yes <laughs> <laughs> we both forgot the same point yes well we were talking about the other day how like when you're single like i mean like people crave and desire to be in a relationship and like don't get me wrong like that is definitely a desire in my heart too but like if you think about it it's the only sweetest time of your life where you were gonna have like no other responsibilities mm-hmm. but literally a relationship with you yeah and like what you have going on in your issues in your life and whatever, but when you like get into a relationship, all of their stuff becomes your stuff. Yeah, and you are gonna care about it. Yes. You are gonna want to help it. Yes, and, like, which is natural, and like yeah. you should. Yeah. So take that but, like ten minutes that you feel like you have to dedicate to Jesus every day, and like divide that by half. You know. Yeah. And it's because just, you like, have another person to yeah. invest in now. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you might as well just um. It's such a sweet time. I feel like. Yeah. Um. To go off of that too. Um. Really, if you think about it. Like, how much fruitful would it be to invest however much time you need? Like, however much time this is. Let's just... The next couple years. Mm -hmm. Whatever. Invest it in yourself and invest it in the Lord. So that whenever you are ready for a relationship, it will be ten times more beautiful. And ten times more Mm -hmm. God-fearing and Mm -hmm. honorable to Him. Mm -hmm. And, like, build His kingdom. Mm -hmm. Because, like, relationships can do all of those things. But, like... You have to take the time to be in a place where you can receive that too, I think. Mm-hmm. And like, you have to be whole in who the Lord says that you are first and foremost. Like mm-hmm. first and foremost, I am a daughter of the King mm-hmm. and I have to be so confident in that and like yeah. whole in like that. Like that label comes first. Yes. Like that is who I am. And like Jesus was your first love, you know? Right. And, and also like the center of marriage, like you're yeah. going to want to like love Jesus more than you love that person. So you might as well get to that point before you're with them. Yeah. Imagine like trying to love Jesus more than you love somebody else. Before you're in that relationship with them. Mm -hmm. That's a crazy thought. And that'd be tough. That's actually, you know, like, I don't know if you have, like, a list of requirements in a husband. Mm -hmm. Not requirements, like, things you want. Yes. The first one on my list is loves Jesus more than loves me. Mm -hmm. Very That's definitely, like, the foundation of it all. Yeah. And, like, I don't know. I just feel like you have to be so whole in that and, like, your identity as a daughter of the king to even be receptive Mm -hmm. to the love that he has planned Mm -hmm. for you. You know? Like... I don't even know if I'm in a place to receive a relationship because I need, like, I have things that I need to work on and Mm -hmm. I, like, need to be so close to the heart of Jesus Mm -hmm. that, like, that is my number one priority, Mm -hmm. you know? And also, this kind of goes off of that, kind of not. Next point, everybody. Um, I know for me personally, like, I really idolize marriage Mm -hmm. and, like, I idolize the perfect relationship and I think that kind of shows me that I'm not quite ready for it Mm -hmm. because it's such sometimes make it bigger than yes like it's such a priority for me and i'm like it's gonna come in due time Mm -hmm. like it's going to happen and he has it planned and it's in his hands and so i don't know why i worry about it Mm -hmm. and why i like put such a weight and a pressure on it to happen 
because like it's not gonna happen <laughs> until I'm ready mm-hmm. and I'm not gonna be ready whenever I'm placing it above my love for the Lord mm-hmm. you know yeah that's so good so I don't know yeah. I really feel like and like there is a fine line between like it just being a desire mm-hmm. and then it becoming an idol right no, and it's totally. like I feel like it becomes it an idol whenever you. it's yes when it's consuming and like it's all I think about mm-hmm. like that's whenever I start to idolize it you know mm-hmm. yeah no so true um so that was that um okay this is a long verse and i'm gonna read all of it so get excited (laughs) to hear my voice um but talking about like the things that i don't know if y'all have this i'm assuming girls are gonna listen to this so i'm just gonna say husbands like i have a list for like things qualities that i want to have my husband or like my husband yes and how to pray for them Mm -hmm. and like that list that I have, I, like, read over it and I pray over it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, God, like, these, like this is what mm-hmm. I want in my husband. Like, mm-hmm. I want him to be this kind of man. I want mm-hmm. him to love me in this way. Like, mm-hmm. and I pray over that. And it's not, God, I want him to be 6'2". Right. And have a nice smile. Right. Like, it's not that. Yeah. Like. <laughs> and, like, that'd be nice. Yeah, like. <laughs> God, if you're, you're listening wrong, to me like, really right now, we wouldn't hate that. But, like, that's not it. It's, like, God, I want him to lead my family in wisdom god i want him to love you more than he loves me i want him to be strong so i just feel like those are like biblical characteristics and so what i'm gonna read is first corinthians 13 because it's literally talking about what we should want in love so (laughs) it says love is large and incredibly patient love is gentle and consistently kind to all that's big too sorry i'm gonna pause in here and say that consistently kind to all like you don't want a husband that's only nice to you and mm-hmm. you're like oh he's mean to other people but he loves mm-hmm. me so well no yeah every <laughs> single kind of all <laughs> every single one of these points that she hits in the verse hits i'm like holy cow like yes yes like check check check, yeah. check, check, check. Like, i want all of that <laughs> yeah for like, him. like put it on the list literally put it on the list um it refuses to be jealous when blessing comes to someone mm. else Love does not brag about one's achievements, mm. nor inflate its own importance. It's a big one for the boys. Yep. <laughs> Keep that ego in check, right. everybody. <laughs> Love does not traffic in shame or disre- disrespect, nor selfishly seek its own honor. Love is not easily irritated or quick to take offense. Love joyfully celebrates honesty and finds no delight in what is wrong. Love is a safe place of shelter, for it never stops believing the best for others. Love takes, never takes failure as defeat, for it never gives up. Love never stops loving. It extends beyond the gift of prophecy, which eventually fades away. It is more enduring than tongues, which will one day fall silent. Love remains long after words of knowledge are forgotten. Our present knowledge and our prophecies are all but partial. But when a love's perfection arrives, the partial will fade away. When I was a child, I spoke about childish matters, for I saw things like a child and reasoned like a child. So true. So true. <laughs> but the day came when I matured and I set aside my childish ways. For now we see but a faint reflection of riddles and mysteries as though reflected in a mirror, but one day we will see face to face. My understanding is incomplete now, but one day I will understand everything, just as everything about me has been fully understood. Until then, there are three things that remain, faith, hope, and love, yet love surpasses them all. So above all else, let love be the beautiful prize for which you run. Mm. Like, I feel like we could just end there. What more you want? Like, let's just end it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's so good. So we were reading that yesterday. <laughs> um, in case y'all were wondering, we had this conversation yesterday. Yesterday. Well, we had a few <laughs> so like, the days prior too, so like, but yeah, it's fresh. Actually, up. like every day recently. Every, literally every <laughs> week. So like, a lot. Um, but I remember I read this. <laughs> I remember. Yeah, I should remember. I, I hope okay. so. <laughs> anyway, I read this though, and Lily was like, "Not even do I want that in a husband, but I want to be that." Right. Like that's so yeah. true. Like I think we get so caught up in being like, "Okay, I want him to be this and this and this mm-hmm. and this." But I heard like a 
quote in a book that um, was really wise and it literally said like it was like my main takeaway from that book and the one thing that stuck with me um, and I, like side note like I think if you read a book and you literally like take one thing away from it then it was worth it yeah um, but basically in the book they just were like you want to be the person that the person you're looking for is looking for and that's confusing yeah. but it's basically like picture who you want you want to be who they would want you mm-hmm. know and I think that means like making sure that you're like praying for all these things and hoping for all these things but also you're gonna be all those things because you're hoping that that person would want you to be all yeah. those things um so and like I want to be all those things like I yeah. literally, I read that verse and I'm like dang like I really wish I was that yeah. loving and that patient and that kind and mm-hmm. that um whatever and so I yeah. think it's something to strive for um because like a relationship really is 50 50 you know mm-hmm. um, I think you're half of it so preparing yourself is just as yeah important. and you don't want to be like a bad half like you want to be a good half you want to be equal and like your lovingness and your kindness like right you don't want to be like oh man my husband is just like so much nicer to people than me I wish I was the nice one in the relationship like yeah no how about we both be nice yeah and also like you're gonna have strengths and they're gonna have strengths and hopefully they complement each other because like we're human and we Uh and we fall short but um you know something to keep in mind yeah um also let's see what I wrote Oh, so just things to ask yourself, like biblical qualities to look mm-hmm. for in a life partner. Like, is he patient? Is he kind? Is he joyful? Is he truthful? Is he humble? Like, these are the things that we want instead of like, does he have abs? <laughs> like, can yeah. he bench a lot? Like, right. can he bench me? Yeah. <laughs> like, would he be able to pick me up? Like, right. Right. like it's just like you want the qualities, right? right. Yeah. And so I just think that's so important. And then also I was um, talking to someone about it the other day and they were like, I don't even know what words were about to come out of my mouth. I actually had no plan of what I was going to say. <laughs> like it sounded like I had a thought and I didn't. But anyway. Oh, cool. um, Just fake it. Um, I, you guys, I do follow this. Um, like, I read this Christian dating book. Insert title here. It's called <laughs> Outdated. <laughs> um, and so I follow the author on Instagram. And, like, the questions he gets asked most often, like, on his Q&A on his Instagram story, is, like, dating questions. Mm-hmm. And so many people are like, I really like this guy, but, like, I don't know how he feels about me. And every mm. time he says, ask him. Like, it's mm. not hard. No, and it's then it's not. like, oh, I really have feelings for this guy, but, like, I just don't really know how to tell him. And, like, I don't even think I'm crazy. Like, tell him. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not hard. If it's not going to work out, it's not going to work out. Mm-hmm. But, like telling somebody that you like have feelings for them should not scare them away and if it does then like okay they're probably not the person for you because Mm -hmm. that shouldn't be like a deterrent you Mm -hmm. know yeah and so that's that but that was a good book I liked it it's called Outdated by she recommends JP I don't know his last name but I recommend that I really liked it a lot yeah um there were a bunch of points in it that I took away that I was like this is so true like Mm -hmm. working through your own stuff before entering a relationship Mm -hmm. like being open with how you feel like communication is so key Mm -hmm. in any relationship not even a romantic relationship Mm -hmm. but like just communicate like yeah be respectful in the way that you say things be kind definitely say the truth in love like in love key but like say the truth (laughs) you know like sometimes the most loving things that somebody that people have done for me is like be honest Mm -hmm. being honest instead of like leading me on or like stringing you along like Mm -hmm. being honest is so much more loving yeah than that then yeah like yeah so yeah I think that's pretty big I would say like if you also are having like trouble discerning something like just ask Jesus you know and like I can't imagine that like if you're being super in tune to what he's saying and you're asking humbly and like um 
just pleading to him and trying to give it all to him that he would not answer you on a question of like whether you should stay in a relationship or not Mm -hmm. or even like smaller smaller questions like what about him like wouldn't you want me to wouldn't you want me to be with Jesus or like what about him what about him isn't fitting to you like Mm -hmm. that sort of thing I can't imagine that Jesus wouldn't answer you yeah um, because he wants what's best for you yeah and also like answering can also just be like a gut feeling or like an opportunity to get out of the relationship or that Mm -hmm. thing so it's super important to like be in tune yeah with what God is telling you regardless of like whether it's what you wanted to hear or not Mm -hmm. yeah or like what other people are telling you right right (laughs) right (laughs) yes like right what other people are telling you like okay who cares what they're saying what's God saying you know yeah um this is another point um this is from the porch last night big fan of the porch now by the way like (laughs) Actually, really. Watermark. Watermark if you're Church. In area, we're Fort Worth. The Porch. Big fan. I think that I don't know where all they have them, but like they have them across the globe. Oh, no, yeah. <laughs> no, across the nation across, at least. Across the nation. Yeah. yeah. Um, maybe in New England. Find your local porch. <laughs> Find your local porch, New England. We really also, did what you guys know <laughs> that New England is a part of five different states. Yeah, because we didn't. That's your tidbit. No, today. it's not in South and Dakota. Pennsylvania is in <laughs> Philadelphia. Philadelphia. No, the other way around. Philadelphia's, oh, Philadelphia. yes, but yeah, Philadelphia. They're in both names are both long. Yeah, so, yeah. anyway, a big point from the porch last night, um, and also I just read a book called "Find Your People" by Jenny Allen. So recommend. I really highly recommend that one because um, one of the biggest problems I feel like in society right now is that we really um, idolize individualism, mm-hmm. and it just leads to isolation mm-hmm. and loneliness. And oh, depression. and you literally were talking about that last night. Yeah, and so he was talking about that That's last so night, good. and um, he said that like people put up these walls of self-protection because they're so afraid of being hurt mm-hmm. but like to know and to be known to love and to be loved is far greater than the risk of potentially being right hurt. right and like in a, in a world like this we were literally created for connection it's like you have to run the risk of being vulnerable right and connecting with people and loving people mm-hmm. and like loving well mm-hmm. um and be smart about it like don't put yourself yeah. in a position that you know you're gonna get hurt in right Guard your heart. Right. Guard your heart. Guard your heart. Actually, guard your heart. But also, like, don't put up walls right. that, like, nobody's ever going to get through yeah. because that's not a way to live. It's you just going to end up, like, tearing you down and, like, um, you're going to end up, like, harboring bitterness in your yeah. soul. Yeah. Um, yeah, just as loving and being loved in return is worth the hurt that could come. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's what he was saying. He was like, the person that could hurt me the most in the world is my wife. Mm-hmm. And he was like, but I would do it a thousand times over right. if I could because I would way rather love her and be loved by her and run the risk of like facing hurt right because it's like I don't know to have that with somebody is so important and right. special so right and I just had a thought that like I think I think that's the same thing with our relationship with Jesus like to be known and, mm-hmm. and to yeah. and to be knowing of him and to be like let ourselves be loved by him and to also love him um and it's like he's the person who could literally wreck a situation but you have to take that risk mm-hmm. um knowing that his ways are better but like also to love him is feels like a risk sometimes because yeah. like he's not always gonna um say what we want to hear and like right. he might wreck a situation for the better or sometimes life just wrecks us and you just have to um take the risk that it is so much better to love him and to be loved by mm-hmm. him um allow yourself to be loved by him uh, than the risk of like letting him have it all yeah yeah and also this has nothing to do with what you just said. Oh, cool. So I don't know why I said also because it sounds like I was adding on and I'm not. Um, but. Please be honest. Like, Jesus is a comforter. Like, 
heartache sucks. It's hard mm-hmm. and it's not fun to deal it with. It is. Like, it's so hard. Jesus comforts and also like Jesus has felt pain. Yes. Like I think we forget to humanize him sometimes. Mm-hmm. But like he understands what it is to be heartbroken. Yeah. Like don't you think he was heartbroken whenever we turned our backs on him? Mm-hmm. Like whenever we sin against him. Mm-hmm. And like he understands heartbreak and he understands pain and like he cares for you and he wants to cry with you and he mm-hmm. wants to be there with you. Like he is quite honestly our best friend mm-hmm. and like he wants to be your comforter in this time mm-hmm. like or not in this time but just like with any heartache with any suffering like he just wants to be there for you and to love you and like provide you with wisdom mm-hmm. and stuff so that was words that is that came out of my mouth so do you mean um Savannah? yeah i do um my last thing like my big thing is i had a friend text me the day and she was like I really want things between me and my ex to work out, but, like, I know that's not how I'm going to, like, that's not how I should approach God about this. Like, what do I say? Like, how do I pray for this if this is something that I want, but I don't know if it's right. Like, I don't know what's going on. You know, that whole sort of thing. And for years, I have consistently, like, prayed for my husband. And, like, whenever I pray for him, I'm just kind of like, Lord, I pray that my husband is, like, getting to know you mm-hmm. that he is honoring you right now mm-hmm. and that he's honoring me whether he knows me or not mm-hmm. like that he's respecting you and your people mm-hmm. and that he's respecting me like I don't want mm-hmm. my husband to like yeah be doing all of these crazy things right before I know him or even if I do already know him like I want him to be respectful to me even if right. I'm not you know In like his life yeah. yeah so like that just like yeah praying for like, wisdom yeah over it like hey god how do I deal with this like what what should I do like clarity Mm -hmm. but like I really do just like pray that my husband is like being a good human Mm -hmm. and yeah like getting to know God and be so whole and who God says that he is so that he can love me well someday and I pray the same thing for myself too is like God please just like bring me into a place of wholeness and like fullness in your love and in your light Mm -hmm. so that I can receive what you have planned Mm -hmm. for me you know because like when the time is right he will give it to me Mm -hmm. he will but I have to be open to receiving it and ready to receive it right. you know right so yeah that's and that like, god isn't blind to the desires of your heart and right. like i forget that sometimes but i'm like if he's seriously placed this in my heart and he also like literally designed humans to work this way then mm-hmm. he's not just like oh she doesn't want it like i don't see that she wants it and after whatever yeah. like no he knows um, yeah so i guess like just and he cares he, yeah he does care like he wants us to be happy yeah, he, he wants does. to give us the things he that does. we want whenever they're honorable to him he wants us to have babies yeah like he wants us to raise up mm-hmm. little children that are yeah, gonna further him. his yeah. kingdom yeah like yeah he wants these things for us so it's not like yeah. it's not like we're just praying for a relationship that we want like god wants it for us too mm-hmm. and he has it planned and it's in his hands like there's no yes. point in worrying about it. He holds it all. Yeah. You know? Yeah, he already so, won. Like, like, he literally already won. Yeah. He saw it all. He conquered all. Like, like literally it just... It would be silly of us to waste our time. And I feel like we're at the age where, like, it just feels like a lot of waiting. Mm-hmm. Like, waiting it on it to happen. Yes. But, like, why don't we just worship while we wait? Mm-hmm. Like, get to know yeah. Jesus. Get to know yourself. Yeah. And worship through it. Yeah, and, like, definitely don't waste the waiting. No, I yes. Even, like, oh, that was good. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. don't waste the waiting. Like, work while you wait. Because I think in a relationship... Um, you might look back eventually and be like, dang, I, like, wish I had used that time wisely. And, like, you might still be happy in your relationship, but still, like, see things that come up that you're like, dang, I could have handled that mm-hmm. while like, I was not waiting. I could have worked through this a long time ago and right. we wouldn't have to be dealing with it now. Yeah, right. I 100% agree. And I don't know. I just think, yeah, waiting is hard. It, yeah. Like, it's not fun. You're no, like, wow, isn't. I really want to see this come into fruition now and it's not. But, like, 
waiting's integral. Like, it has right. to happen. Yeah. So. And someone sent me one thing, something one time, so, like, I'm going to read it, and I'll try to read it quickly, because we're, like, kind of running out of time. But it was really wise. Yeah, I hope um, they're listening to this whole thing. It, <laughs> if you do, you're a real one. Yeah. Um, and it really, like related to the whole situation that we're talking about but um don't just wait work some people are so busy waiting for their someone that they're not preparing to be someone someone it's a self-centered practice before ever getting into a relationship we want someone so we feel better about ourselves we want Mm. someone to fill a loneliness in our hearts we want a person to sweep us off our feet cater to our needs and meet our desires i can sincerely say unfortunately that's how i was when i met lens his wife so my question is, what are you doing now to live a perfectly fulfilled, faithful follower of Jesus? Mm-hmm. What are you doing now to become the person God has called you to be? The journey doesn't begin once you're in a relationship with a person. It begins mm-hmm. when you join your life to Jesus. Don't wait, wait with expectation for someone to fill a gap that Christ already hung in. If Christ is all you have, you have all you need. If you bring someone that's amazing, if not, you're no less than anyone else. One thing is certain, though, don't settle for satisfactory. Let him bring something beautiful if it is his will for your life. Ultimately, walk in this. Your desires are unknown to Jesus. Your mm-hmm. prayers are unheard unheard by jesus but his way is better than yours and his answers are for your good and god's glory work your way only he exceeds expectation yeah yeah like what he has is literally far better than what we have Mm -hmm. for ourselves you know Mm -hmm. and so it's like why would you force something instead of just like sitting here and receiving what god has Mm -hmm. planned yeah and it's like we're, we're saying this all like a step back and like um just like things we've conspired over in the past few days but it's yeah. like we're like yeah, yeah. it's hard for us too like oh yeah it's not day in and day out we have to like make decisions to like do these things yeah oh my god every it's day daily fight. it's yeah. literally a daily fight for everything in life yeah y'all it's should gonna see be my fight. journal about this <laughs> like it's daily <laughs> it's gonna be a daily fight for the rest of time yeah so. <laughs> so it's like literally taking it one day at a time and like working through it mm-hmm. is so important um my last point i have is i'm I just keep assuming girls are going to be listening to this. But anyway, it says, his morals will raise your children. His hands will protect Mm, your home. His heart will nurture you. Yeah. So, like, what do those things look like? Right. Like, what are his morals? Mm -hmm. Where are his hands? Mm -hmm. Not where are they. But, like... (laughs) Like, yeah, like, honestly, yeah. respectful hands. Respectful too. hands. So, yeah, it's a big one. Uh, yeah, these days. Uh huh. And like, his heart will nurture you. What's his right. heart look like? Right. So, like, those are important things too. Just like, think on. Right. Um, Do you but, have any yeah. um, like practical tips for the next like week or like month of the season of somebody's life that you would tell them? Super practical. Super practical. I would say, <laughs> pray about it. Yeah. Like literally, pray about it. Oh. Yeah, just pray, <laughs> pray through it. Honestly, that's my thing. Is like. Whenever I find myself getting anxious about a relationship or, like, the future, what my life is going to be looking like, I literally just, like, stop right then. And I'm like, God, right. please, like... Speak out loud. Yeah, like, God, yeah. give me clarity on this. Give me yeah. wisdom. Let me know how to deal with it. Like, give me peace to understand that you are in control. And, like, this, there's nothing that I can do. All I right. can do is chase after you. Right. And, like, seek you and find you. Yeah. So, That's I'd say good. pray about it. I'd say write yeah. down the things that you want. Don't underestimate the power of prayer. Oh, uh-uh. Yeah. Write down the things that you want in a partner mm-hmm. and pray over that. Yes. Like do that yeah write it down have it have it to keep mm-hmm. um i'll say for me like two things that i've actually literally been doing in this season <laughs> because i'm walking through it but um one like literally pray pray like savannah said but pray <laughs> out <laughs> pray pray but, <laughs> literally pray out loud like if you yeah. need to like literally say the name of jesus there's so much power in that name and like yeah bring just it kind of in the moment when you're getting overwhelmed or anxiety like about a s- specific thing it just kind of grounds you and brings you back to like okay like pastor was saying last night like just like lift your eyes up for a second Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying like just like get yourself out of your head like it it will bring you kind of back down to earth and also just like the name is so powerful yeah um so pray out loud and two um i would say like fasting is a really big thing like that i'm doing specifically specifically for me it's been social media so i would choose something that like has a big hold on your Mm -hmm. life and i would completely remove it because you seriously are going to be 
have way more capacity to like be super in tune with Jesus and like mm-hmm. what he's trying to tell you if your mind isn't fogged by all these things in the world. Yeah. Um, so if you're trying to get answers or even just trying to build yourself, like um, if you know the time's not right for you right now, then why would you like need social media or any of those distractions when yeah. you're like, it's not going to happen now anyways, you yeah. know? Yeah. So I would say like fasting is a big thing too, specifically social media. I would say like social media is honestly, I feel like a lot of people could relate to that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because also, I mean, it gives room for so much comparison. Like, National right. Boyfriend Day yeah. yesterday made me want oh to Oh, my gosh, National Boyfriend Day. It's yeah. perfect. Yeah. Like, perfect example, perfect example of, like, you don't need that in your life. Like, that really, uh, like, I didn't like it. You don't. And, like, it kind of moved me. And I was like, why am I getting emotional about this? Right. Because it, like, has no impact on me or my life right. at all. And exactly. I'm allowing it to make me emotional and it shouldn't be, you know? Exactly. So, yeah, social media, get rid of it. Just kidding. <laughs> but, like, if you feel no, led to. there's definitely good things about it. But, yeah. like, just, like, and, and it, like, only has to be for a season, you mm. know? Like, not a forever thing. Unless that's what Jesus is asking yeah. you. Yeah, whatever you ask him, honestly, you know? you guys, like, honestly, whatever, whatever. Like, we don't know anything. <laughs> so, actually, so take everything we say with a, with a grain of salt. Like, so many grains of salt, <laughs> yeah, actually. lots of them. Yeah, because, I mean, if you think about it, we are of salt. literally two imperfect people just talking. Like, that's what we are. Basically. <laughs> but, um, hope y'all enjoyed that. <laughs> Um, yeah, anyways, signing so out. That's our we'll thoughts on relationships. We'll see y'all in the next week or so. Yeah. An- another topic that we probably don't know a ton about, but we're yeah. still going to talk about. This one went long. that's but all we do. I've, I'm glad we talked about it. I feel like it's important. It was. Also, guys, let your cup overflow before you want to try to pour into anybody else's. Just do, because otherwise your cup is going to spill and... And yeah. break. And yeah, it's gonna spill and then you're gonna have to like tip it over and that's exhausting. And then whenever you're tipping it over, it might slip and shatter. And then what happens when it shatters? Then then it's broken. It's broken, you have to get a new cup. And then you have to pick up the pieces. So and it's not gonna the, be the same as before. Moral of the story, make sure it's overflowing. Overflowing. And we then you can pour a, into somebody we're, else. We can't have a drought over here. No, okay? we can't. Um, thankful for y'all. Thanks for listening. Love y'all. Hope y'all liked this. And <laughs> If you listen to the end, you're a real. I just we'll like back. don't even know we'll how to end it. <laughs> yeah. And bye. Love y'all. <laughs>